For the stars, follow your heart's desire. Welcome back to Has It Come to This Podcast with me, comedian David Alfie Ward. As always, to my left, Alexander Oliver. And we've got a special guest uh, all the way from Portugal via the States. We put By it New York, yeah. By New York? Yeah. Yeah, uh, with Tama Katan. Welcome to the podcast, hey, thanks Tama. for having me. It's good to see you again. Yeah, man. So me and Tama, uh, whenever, you know, Tama's been in London, we seem to work together and then Tamar's done a bit of boxing his time, and then I get drunk and tell him I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> no, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you. I want to <laughs> fight you. I look at him and I'm like, I'm gonna punch this geezer up. And he, he puts up videos of himself skipping recently, and I'm like, if you weren't in Portugal, I'd be straight over. That's fighting. But like, the amount of people that you book who can box makes me feel bad. And it's like when we do the original podcast, you're just like, because we can't fight, that like you don't feel it's good enough. No, because you're like always to my left, but you keep coming to do the podcast in London. Luckily, I followed him down here. I was like, no, don't worry. I'm yeah. here. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the guy not invited to the party. We, we, like, are, we are back in London. We're back at the Vauxhall Comedy Club at the Vauxhall uh, Podcast Studio, which is great. Big up Mooch really cool. and Lucas. We've got Lucas yeah. on a one, two. So hello, Lucas. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Hello, Lucas. Gave Lucas a gin and tonic again. Every time I come in here, we're the only podcast that comes with loads of booze. I love this <laughs> can gin and tonic. It's, it's, nice. it's uh, gin in a tin. Gin in a tin. And there's a top hat guy with a moustache. Because it's Britain, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? It is Britain. Britain, you got a moustache. I do have a moustache. And yeah. last night, I was walking towards this bus, and this kid yells out, I like your mush. Bro, I thought he said, I like your muff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I've never anybody called a mustache a mush. How long you had the mustache? Dude, I, I've never wanted to even have a mustache before because my dad had a mustache. We didn't really get along. But then my wife is like, you should grow a mustache. And I'm like, nah, you're crazy. I'm not growing mm. a mustache. And I don't want, because I'm Aaron. You know what it was? You was going down on her one day. She goes, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that. I'm, that I'm looks also good. an Arab. I, didn't want, I look like a dictator because I'm Arab. You know, I look like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> but I like it. I can't believe the amount of compliments I get. Yeah, I think my face needed a hair accessory because yeah, I'm bald. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like bald men need some kind of facial yeah. hair because otherwise you do just look like an egg, right? Yeah, you just, you, it's just too. Eggy. It's like the beginning of a video game. What what age was you? Start getting bored. <laughs> it's like I you're think... creating your avatar. You're like, I will give this blank face a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like. Eighth grade, I was playing. How old are you in eighth grade? In eighth, this I, is the British podcast. Uh, British, gotcha, my actually, 20% of our, our listeners eighth are American. Grade, let's but. see, I was uh, maybe 14, 15. Right, yeah. yeah that, something like that. Maybe. So, so that's year nine. Yeah. Year nine. Yeah. And then I was uh, playing football but without so helmets. Soccer? Or? No, American football. Right, okay. No helmets, just uh, the, the boys playing around. And then this kid and I got in a big fight. I had really curly hair, and he pulled out a wad of my hair. I mean, I'm not buying this at all. Yeah. Some, some, he went bald because some geezer no, pulled out his hair. No, no, that's not what. Uh, he pulled out a lot of my hair, and then I shaved my head because I had this bald spot. Oh, yeah. And then when I shaved my head, everybody's like, oh, your head looks, you have a good shaved head. Right. And then I just kept shaving my head. Oh, so you don't actually know when it I kind didn't, of so I never knew. To... So then when I tried to grow it out, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm losing my hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. At least you like come to terms with it because my brother, yeah. he's going bald, just says he has alopecia. 
Oh wow! Which I think is a is a uh, that's a pussy way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's aggressive. That's, like I'm going bald. I've got I'm not I've got a good hairline. I've got enough at the moment to keep it, but I know eventually I'm going to have to take it off. Right? You look or, good with it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's your fine. head could carry it. Yeah, it could, I, I shaved it off with some uh, some film I made. You saw oh, the yeah. trailer, right? Yeah, dude, it was, yeah. I was really yeah. impressed. So that's just been a, a um, nominated for an award in in Paris. That's in France, awesome. Which is great. Don't worry, I have and, good news too. And so um, <laughs> yeah, so thank you. I had a great that's... shopping trip the other day. Actually, uh, pretty terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Discount. I got so, quite yeah, a few I, I don't know. I'll shave it off, or I might go Turkey to get a hair transplant. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, I. I and how? Why has Turkey become the place for that? Because it's yeah, cheap. Do you right. remember in the metro? It used to be go to Poland to sort your teeth out. Or is that, I can't, is that Poland or is yeah. Eastern European country? Yeah, well, you can get your teeth done in Turkey as well if you want. It's just cheap, isn't it? But a carpet. It's just, I think it's cheap, but they also will do stuff that the doctors in the States won't do. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of reality shows. Like, there's a show called uh, Darcy and Stacy. There's these twins that are like women in their almost 50s that right. date like young guys from Eastern Europe. And they all are like, oh, we need we need a pick-me-up. Let's go to Turkey <laughs> and get like all these procedures done. Yeah. But it's always to improve. I want to meet a doctor that will like... Make you worse. Yeah. Like the opposite of a gastric band, I would love, you know, just the for a couple of weeks. Just, just what, is, what is the opposite? Where they make, make your myself stomach bigger? Massive. And so then you get can... on the tube, you know, get <laughs> get like a Ryanair flight and know what it feels like. Because you look like <laughs> one of these guys that can't put on weight. I cannot. You, you look in his car and it's just McDonald's wrapper, <laughs> McDonald's wrapper, McDonald's wrapper. <laughs> and I look at him like... I, I put on calories looking at those McDonald's I'm the graphics. same way, man. I, I, I put on weight so easy. And I, I was back on the road last night. I did a double for the first time since, cool. since coming back. And it was the worst double in the world. So I don't want to upset anyone that's been through a famine. That's why. Right, so that's I true. Just, yeah, yeah. I just digest it. There's starving people in the world. I'll just have this food that c- c- my body can't digest. Look at my arms. Look. <laughs> They're like spider legs, you know, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are gangly. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was the worst double in the world because, you know, when, so, so to anyone that isn't Zavi to the comedy world, a double is when you do two shows in a night, you go from one comedy club to another. I did the four o'clock here. Lucas was there. Yeah, it was great. You smashed it. It, it fucking wasn't great. It was shit. Well, you know, it was, it was a tough crowd. It, do you know what it was? <laughs> Man, you turned quick. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. Smashed, yeah. you, you smashed it. Oh, it was a tough crowd. Uh, Four o'clock is like, not a time you were, for comedy. Like, if this was a set, you'd be like, yeah, we had a great night last so, night. Well, yeah. actually, missionary went terribly wrong. And then <laughs> after that, we cried. <laughs> you're like a vampire who said, I didn't have fun at brunch. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're yeah, a vampire. Yeah. The sun was out. <laughs> yeah, it's not your time. Um, <laughs> no, what happened? It was four o'clock and they do a bottomless booze for two hours beforehand. So people are fucked up, but they're not comedy audience. Yeah. So they're there because it's thirty five pounds for it was thirty five pounds. Give it a promote. Yeah, it's, it's thirty five uh, pounds for beer and cider, fifty for spirits. So it's quite expensive. I, not if you get two hours worth in London. Yeah. An hour and a half that, of bottomless booze. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Tell you what, it's not you, too bad, right? You put my dead dad. You guys would lose a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. he, drank, like, he drank a lot. Yeah. That, my, yeah. My dad was, you know, an alcoholic, but. Um, so my, you get there. Hang on, just quick pause. My dad died with a bottle of wine on one side and 20 Marlboro Red on the other, no. just in a chair. Like, if that's not an epic, just like exit from the Did game of life. Did he smoke any of them? Because oh. I'm like eight pounds for a, bo- a pack of fags. He smoked days. like 40 a day. Right, okay, fair That's enough. like a British version of the Scarface poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, um, So the, the carer would come around because uh, so my mum and dad were separated. So he lived sort of like five minutes away. And she come around apparently on like one of the last visits. He's like, "Oh yeah, and no, I'm all fine here. But is there any chance you could 
just pop down to the garage for me and get me uh, 60 Marlboro Red and a couple of bottles of red wine. And then, so she'd always like, oh yeah, no, I think about it. And then just like, and you'd always be really disappointed. Like when she didn't come back. Yeah, because like, obviously she can't because like, they'll make her lose the job. Like you're not caring for people, you're just like making them worse. Listen, if you're caring for people, if they want 40 fags, and do you are, you are you up to date with the, the term fag? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, no. cool. Yeah, you want forty four? Whenever I speak to Americans about fags, it's, it's a like, gay person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, if you want forty gay people to come <laughs> around your house, I don't know why. It's just like forty people with rainbow flags are <laughs> yeah, standing outside. He's just got like, a couple of balls. Why do you Anyway, going back to the the comedy night. Yeah, so it was like it just they're they're not really there. It's like oh, you get all this booze and then you get a show at the end. Yeah, you know. So I told a story about Amsterdam. After the first act, half the room in it, Lucas, half the room got up and left no. for a piss. Half, not not one or two, half the room. Wow. Yeah, they thought. Was it, it was, a mixed gender or just like, like dudes? Because that'd be great if it was just like no, it's a mixed gender. It's like fucking <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, they were, you were saying I mean, this way. I felt sorry for the sewage system. Like the sewage system was like a person. They, yeah, like, all right, speak. the 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 act just finished, and um, here we go, lads. It's like <laughs> urine. Like, it was. Yeah, crazy. it was. It was just shit. And then, and then we did that. And then uh, I had to drive to Reading, which is an hour and a half away. Oh wow! And I had an eight o'clock show. So it wasn't a double because I had enough time to 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 come down from the first high, <laughs> you know. And I was like going on stage like what the fuck. And then I had a great time. It was Reading was one of the best shows I've had since that's lockdown. Great. Well, that is that's um, a great double. That's actually not that uncommon, man. Like to have like the thing I love about doubles is if you have a show. Well, I'm calling them doubles now, like I'm English. The thing I like about doubling what do you, up, you call it doubling, we call it doubling up. Yeah. Or 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 in New York, we do ten shows in a night sometimes. But the yeah, great you thing do three is, minute spots because you little pussy holes. But that's what's great. A lot of people are like, oh, you don't get as much stage time in New York. I go, yeah, but you get more stage times with an S. So you could work on one joke seven times. In a night. In a night, yeah. Or if you have like a bad first show, then you fix it the second show. Mm. It would be worse if you had a great first show and then a shit second and then you had to go home with that shit. Did you ever you know have I mean? a night where you started off really well? You had like one joke and it just got progressively worse and then by like show seven it's just like, no, stop, <laughs> boo, no. You know what? America's so divided right now. I've had jokes where I got a standing ovation and then in another room I had people yelling at me. <laughs> Not even an hour. Are they political away. joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't so political. It what was like you? something really silly. Like I, I think uh, I don't want to call Trump retarded, but I will say he seems like the kind of guy that pets cats too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and and somebody booed that. Yeah, Did, and I was like, it's not even anti-Trump yeah, joke. It's a pro-cat yeah. joke. I, I don't know if this is true, but apparently Osama bin Laden put a ban on anyone assassinating Joe Biden because he thought he'd be so bad. Uh, for like the American presidency, Hilarious, which yeah. I think is great. If you're getting repped, not Wait, only by Bin terrorists, dead. Like a dead one. Like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. How, what, Imagine can, that quite on a poster. It's just like a random person be like, he's really bad at comedy. And that guy, that's a fan that's just now <laughs> he's dead. He's still better than Trump. He's as, still better. As a, um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can I ask you your opinion on Biden? Because he, to, to me, yeah. okay, yeah, it's not he's not Donald Trump, right? Yeah. And that's his main point. He's not Donald Trump. Yeah. But he also seems like a, Forgetful. Yeah, yeah totally. Just a, it's it, just I, a bit of a. It's shit, man. The re how we got Trump was by people saying I don't want Hillary, and how we got Biden is because we had people saying I don't want Trump. I'm tired of people voting that way. It's a mm. shame. And how and we the didn't get Biden, and then got like, what's next? Just a corpse. Well, I'm I'm just tired of old people running countries. You know, it's like sending a dick pic on a fax machine. Yeah, like, you're not. <laughs> you're not. It's offensive and I mean, outdated. You're just showing your age there because <laughs> I have no idea what a fax machine uh, is. You do. So you do. They still use them in Japan. They still. 
use them in Japan. Yeah, yeah. it's like one of the main methods of communication. Yeah, but Japan is like a you know a bit rapey and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, it really is. is yeah, it? yeah. You, I wasn't like, aware. Yeah, so like if like I thought they did a great job. That's why you watch Olympics anime stated. and women are always like they have really big boobs and really big bum. They're very kind of pervy. And if you're so my friend um, Alice lived in Japan for a while. She's telling me she was she got like an exchange student thing. So yeah. She was a white Western girl. Uh, in, a, in a school uniform, and when she was on the metro there, they would just touch her. Yeah, and if and, 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 and if you I'm said moving. that guy is touching me because you're the outsider, they would they would they wouldn't side with you. They would side yeah, with the it sucks. Yeah, and the amount of surgeries I'm that are happening to Japan, there, that yeah. sounds amazing. Like no. you know, you said are people having surgery to make their bodies worse? Like ten years ago, you wouldn't want your butt to be big. Now women are having these crazy surgeries where their asses are getting like it's cartoon like now. Yeah, like Sir Mix a Lot should write <laughs> a new song. I'm, I'm a batty man, hundred percent. No, I am too. But uh, now it's getting it's like I am that's not well. real. I'm not sure what you mean, but it sounds good. It's great. Like Sir Mix a Lot should write a song called "I Like Big Butts, But That's Enough." <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's getting really crazy, man. Okay, should we go? Should we go with a question? Firstly, uh, I, when we have a comedian on the, um, you know, and 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 you're not just any comedian. You're you're. Uh, I love watching you. I think. Oh, thanks, man. I think you're fantastic. I don't like just hanging out with you as a friend. You're one of the, the rare comics that I know that I want to like, oh, I want to watch this. Oh, Where, you know, before, I feel that way you know, about you. Oh, thank you. That's, that's, wow. That's, that's, that's a lie. Wow. It's, it's 100% it's like, okay. it's, one of those, it's not a lie. It's like, not you know when you, you, know when you see I, someone. I'm literally waiting for someone yeah, to say that they want to see me just, just even be just alive. Just I will <laughs> go to Nigel and watch you perform. <laughs> you didn't even remember it. me. <laughs> no, but you know when it felt like, you know when you say to someone, oh, you look good and they go, you too. And you're like, Mate, I've put on fucking two stone. I don't look good. That's but I know just, exactly what look, I feel like. I, I know I this saw, is going to surprise you, but when I look at you, I don't immediately scan your body. Oh, <laughs> your face still <laughs> looks good. <laughs> but I, was the comedy like, I enjoy watching you too, David Alfie Ward. You know? I do enjoy yeah, watching. Just I would be this like metal detective that I brought with me. Look, I'll be honest. If I didn't like your comedy and you invited me to a podcast, I hate to say this, I'd be like, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, I, it's exhausting to be with comics that haven't found their voice yet. Sometimes, oh, you know, after after you. doing it, sorry, 10 I brought years, one along. I'm Still oh. on the big set. <laughs> I love, Who I am love I? new comics. Where get, am I? <laughs> I love new comics. Don't get me wrong, but it is. I mean, after doing it ten years, and you, you know, it's yeah. it's different when you don't. We haven't at least found found the railroad tracks. You, uh, yet. you but want, we hung out in Edinburgh. Do you remember this? <laughs> we we did in Edinburgh. I mean, this, this doesn't we, need to happen on the podcast. Do you remember Alexis, Your, American girl? <laughs> Alexis. You must remember. You liked her. There was, there was, there was I liked best, her. Yeah, I'm my so best sorry about Alexander Oliver's <laughs> ego here being bashed. <laughs> like, we're Facebook friends. <laughs> anyway. I did remember your face, but I didn't remember eight Edinburgh eight years ago. Oh, do you remember yeah, any Edinburgh? No, but it's very I th- rare that I you remember Edinburgh. Out more than anyway, it's fine. Okay. Well, but we're hanging out now. I will be writing you an nice. email in a couple of weeks, and it's empty. I don't know what that and, means. Uh, <laughs> the right. I won't forget you now. <laughs> so, we have listener questions come in, and we we're going to answer them. Cool. But when we have a comic, and especially because you you won the World Series of Comedy once, didn't you? yeah, yeah, in, in the states. So you were like the best comedian in that. Right. Yeah, it was like a feature level competition. It was actually after I came back from the from the UK. So for me, it was a great opportunity to get back on the radar after being yeah. away for a few years. Yeah, and that's what it was. It was I didn't want to send tape and clips of my comedy. I'd mm. rather. And this sh- this competition was a year long competition where you could go and perform in front of bookers. Yeah, and and I just ch- and you got to perform at three satellites, and then if you win just one, you'd be able to get to the finals in Vegas. What's yeah. a what's a satellite? So it means like throughout the year they'll have competitions at different comedy clubs. Okay, and the clubs they p- I just picked the clubs I wanted to be a regular at, mm-hmm. and then went and did the satellites there, and I ended up winning 
all my satellites and then winning. It's, a, that's, the it's an amazing cool. story. That yeah. is an like amazing a story. Novak Djokovic. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, you can have that label of like world series. Like I can say I'm the funniest gypsy comedian because there's no other gypsy comedian. You know, I'm so really? by, like just, just I'm part of I mean, the clan now. I'm my, wife, my wife is gypsy, so I'm officially I'm getting a tattoo no. on the hand and everything. Yeah, you're gonna get love, love, hate written on no, your knuckles. No, no, th- her her clan is like Russian Swedish gypsies. Oh. So I got these three dots on the hand, and I I told my wife I'm like, oh, here's a tattoo shop. Let's just do it now. She goes, no, no, you have to do it in my mom's kitchen. I got <laughs> I, <laughs> I got called up to a gypsy war last week. So my dad's an Irish traveller, and uh, Ward is a big traveller name, and I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm on Montbellu Ward, which is the clan that I come from. And they're having a big fight with the Joyces at the moment, which are English gypsies. And then a, my dad's second cousin made a video. He's a very hard man. He's a, a bare knuckle champion. and said, I'm calling every ward living in the UK <laughs> and in Ireland now to come and fight alongside us. Right? And it was sent to me on WhatsApp. And I went, oh, no. Is this my national service? Because <laughs> I don't want to be called up to this fucking yeah. gypsy war. I don't have so, any of that. No. I just have like, just make You're sure just very you, posh. Just don't talk to Mary. Okay, we're not <laughs> happy with her. That's it. That's anyway, it. <laughs> the, the whole point is, the, before we get into the list of questions, um, would you like to share a story, uh, a question for you, um, the worst death you've ever had on stage? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was Little Rock, Arkansas. Right. And, and, and that's a scary place for me. Because I was an Arab comedian, I walk up and it's a cr- there's so many cowboy hats in the audience. I felt like I was watching really? a Western movie. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and for an Arab, cowboy hats for me are like turbans for you. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, look at all these fundamentalists. <laughs> for me, a turban's like, oh, you were in a post office. That's great. Yeah. You know, good for you. <laughs> like when I hear yeehaw, it's like you hearing Allah Akbar. I'm like, I'm like oh no, fundamentalists. You know I mean? And this guy, it was the worst introduction ever. The guy introduced me. He goes, this next comic man out of all the Arabs I know, this is a funny. Arab I know man yeah man come on get up this guy man <laughs> and the room was silent dude yeah. and then I walk up on stage and I'm like hey what's up like I try to be the most American I can and then this cowboy looks up at me looks at his super fat wife looks back <laughs> up at me and then he goes hell no <laughs> takes off his hat and then turns his back to fit like an angry panda yeah I was like they do that the I, I is that and, and that, the, the, the rest of the gig went kind of down like that it went kind of it, it, it was kind of shit they kept heckling me they kept talking to me and then I got uh, I ended up getting a death threat a death threat I got I got three death threats yeah. Would you see and, and, and is, is that a, is it a free carry state? Oh. Uh, yeah, it is. So yeah. there's gu- there here, were guns in that audience. There were guns in the audience. There were knives in the. I saw knives clearly. And then there was like what happened was in in the middle of America. There's a uh, fair season where like during the summer they all go to county fairs and whatnot, right? So that part of the country there's a lot of thunderstorms. A bunch of these cats were out at the fair drinking all day long, and then it started to rain. And they're like, what do we do? Let's go to a comedy show. That has a roof. But yeah. they didn't look me up. They didn't know who I was or anything. They, they probably thought I was a woman. They're like, Tamara, she sounds hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then I go so in they there. just hated you? Oh, you man, they hated you me. you Daniel Sloss story? He was mm-hmm. doing a tour, and he was doing, I think, somewhere, I guess, in the South. I'm assuming it's like more guns. And um, the uh, this one guy didn't like the show, and so just put his gun out on his lap. And then this other guy near him just like took his gun out and said, let him finish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It did yeah. turn into a good story, though. Because what happened is the owner of the club says, if you want to leave, I understand. Like, there's good people here and there's bad people, too. But that's unacceptable. And if you want to leave, I'll, I'll pay for the night. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to stay the weekend. I'll find somebody else. And I go, can I think about it? And he goes, yeah. And I went home and I'm like, fuck this. You know, like, this is the whole reason why I'm in comedy is to build bridges with people that wouldn't normally like me. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I learned comedy was by 
telling kids who were beating me up, like, hey, this kid's kind of funny. Let's stop beating him up. So then the next day I said, I think it all went wrong when he introduced me as an Arab comic. And it Mm -hmm. immediately made them go into us versus them Mm -hmm. mentality. So the next day I said, I... We're all not a part of one tribe. We're part of multiple tribes. Yeah. So I told him the next day, I go, don't call me an Arab comic again. I want to try this one more time. And it worked. And he said, all right. And I, I went up and he said, just introduce me as a comic. He introduced, I said, from LA. He introduced me from LA and I go, hey, this is my first time in Arkansas. I'm like, and you know what? This is a really beautiful place. I'm like, but I wouldn't know that because everybody in LA talks shit about you guys. Did you guys know that? And they're like, yup. Yeah. Yup. And they all like, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm like, this place is beautiful. I'm like, this guy in LA is like, you're going to go to Arkansas. You better watch out. And then they all start laughing. And I go, you're an Arab. They're going to be racist to you. And then it got quiet. And then, I, and then I'm like, wow, you think they're going to judge me without even knowing me? And he goes, yep. And I'm like, wow, when was the last time you were there? And he goes, oh, I've never been. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what an asshole. And they cheered. And then at that point, they were the minority when I stood up for them. Mm-hmm. And I did the exact same fucking show. And I got applause for the whole show. It's crazy. It shows it is, how simple racism is. I I was I was. But I was, it's usually it's like a fear factor, and it's also like cause I obviously I'm white, so I don't have every usually have a gig where I'm like oh minority, but then I do like quite a lot of like South London shows, and then I'm now referred to as the white Norwich comic. No, way. and I apparently yeah. have about Nigel seven comic. very <laughs> the white Nigel, Nigel comic. comic. Yeah, that's because they sound like a knight. But I have like <laughs> eight people there who really, really like, which is for me like blows my mind because I really like those shows because it's like yeah. it's a completely different world. Mm. Like, I get in the car, I leave my whitey McWhite mum and uh, the my <laughs> white. He lives in the most like, whitey McWhite house and white 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 car, you know, and I drive, and I'm like, oh, fifth gear, here we go. Um, and I get down there and I get on the tube and I see, and it's a completely different environment. And it blows my mind. It's two hours. Like it's two, because in the States, I don't think it's the same where like you have to travel quite a distance to get, meet like a very, very different area. Whereas in the UK, what's really cool about it is that you can literally travel. Yeah. Like, like we drove through your old neighborhood, like one road, unfortunately, where you grew up was shit. And then the next road was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up in a real shithole. But like the next road is amazing. And that yeah, is, that's the that's great in the thing States about too, actually. Uh, I mean, then you look at like European countries like France, for example. They put the port, they they build the the social housing and stuff in their own suburbs, yeah. away from the rich people. Yeah. And that's why there's an uprising, there's crime, there's riots and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you can build social housing opposite, like you know, people with money, then people integrate better. 100%. It's not them and you, you know? That's the way New York used to think. That's why there's so many numbered streets in New York, because they didn't care if you spoke English. They wanted you to be able to find your find your work. Yeah. They built Central Park up from the rich neighborhood all the way down to the poor so that people could mix yeah. in the park. And a lot of the greatest things that have come out of New York, at New York have come from people... Mixing together and co- that's that's why I love performing. I perform at Phoenix Arts Club. I agree Arts that Club. the the final scene of Elf is fantastic. <laughs> I, I don't know where the Phoenix Art Club is. It's in the West End, right? And it's like a cabaret show, and it, and it's it, cool. It's it's super cool. A lot of comic strength there. It's oh. really different though. I, I was the only comic on the bill. It yeah. was like singers and cabaret and and burlesque and boylesque, and they were funny as hell. But you had a completely different toolbox than what's, a regular comic would have. Sorry, what's bo- boylesque? Yeah, I but it's like a guy a guy doing burlesque. Wow, yeah, sweet. I'm doing. Yeah, it. I've got yeah. nipple tassels, it was cool. tassels at home. Yeah, he had so. them on. Yeah. It was super different, but there was also comedy within his act. There was like the MC was a Sammy Davis Jr. impersonator, and there was so much comedy in his act. There was a a woman that was like a suffrages character from mm. the from the Roaring Twenties who was fucking hilarious, and and it has totally inspired me. It changed. It makes I me. I want to go here and watch the show. Exactly. Who did that? 
Uh, Peter Dunbar runs the room. Oh, okay, he's such that. a great guy. I, I don't know if I, I, I'm ready to perform there, but I'd like to go and check it out. It's so inspiring because it's all comedy. You strip, and I'll do my worst material and let's see what happens. You know, I was I, I've been listening to a podcast recently about you the double act, the triple. Why are you not invited to this party? I'm in. I'm in. I just feel like you might be back. In you know what was making me think when you were talking about your uh, Arkansas show is when I died on my ass in Sarasota, Tampa. Oh, uh, uh, Sarasota, I know just south of Tampa. Yeah, I um I'd been booked out there, flown out to do the eve of um Thanksgiving. So what's that Wednesday? Uh, right. Yeah. So know. so yeah. so Thanksgiving's a Thursday, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is this point we should ask Lucas. Lucas, Thanksgiving is the first day. Please, please let that. I'm I pretty sure you should right. know this. When they were eating turkey, I was eating hummus. I don't like, <laughs> like I, I, I enjoyed it because it was a day off, but I didn't know much, you know. And yeah, I, I was, I was doing a show the night before, so everyone was off work, drunk. And I did this show. You've done, you've done McCurdy's yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a great. So club. The, 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 it's a great club, and the guy that owns it, MCs it, Les McCurdy, right? Yeah. So he's. MC in and I'm standing behind the curtain. There is about a half a meter between curtain and stage. I'm standing there ready to go on. And he goes all the way from the UK. Now, previously, actually, before when I first got to the club, the sound guy came up to me and goes, Hey man, hey, and firstly he had his baseball cap to the side, right? <laughs> it's not nineteen ninety-five. Why is your baseball yeah. cap to the side? Like he was in a gang backwards. in a musical. Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> yeah, exactly. he looked a lot like Alex right now, right? It's difficult with the headphones, yeah. but I'm working. Now it. I don't know if this is true, but do a lot of American comics know their walk-on song? Not no, not necessarily. Because he gave me the impression like, yeah. oh yeah, I walk onto ACDC. Maybe in or Florida, whatever. Florida could be different, but right. yeah, I mean, some people like, yeah, but for the most part, nah. So I went, I don't know, man, because in England they play something upbeat, of course, right? Um, but but I don't know what they play. In fact, what they played here at Vauxhall yesterday. What do you play when you, uh, we walked on yesterday? Do you remember, Lucas? We literally change it every oh, time when well, we have a cue. So it was really good. I well, think I, the first time you walked on, it was Aerosmith. Yeah, nice. the first thing you were. It was nice. I've, yeah, I've yeah. come on to Stormzy before, which is always that's an nice. Yeah, moment. you coming on to Stormzy doesn't fit. Um, <laughs> I didn't have to sing like all on my own just to like reset the room. Anyway, this 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 uh, this this this, 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 sound, this sound guy this sound guy comes up to me because what do you walk on to? And I said I don't know. I said why don't you play something British? And he goes, Hey man, yeah, I'll play something British. I'll play something British. And I mean. You know, there's a lot of things that this Isles have done wrong in the history, but the, one of the one things we do right is music, right? Yeah, we can all yeah. agree uh, we, we make amazing yeah. music, right? Yeah. So how he could I go think from Benjamin Britten is? I mean, he could go from the right. Beatles to to Queen to the Stones to, oh, yeah. to all of these, right? Yeah, hundred percent. My dad was in a Beatles cover band. Right. I grew up with Beatles. It's, it's like amazing music yeah. we make, and I walk on stage. So I'm standing behind the curtain now. And he goes, all the way from the UK, welcome David Alfie Ward. And I walk on to the instrumental of God Save the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) And there's two TVs either side of the stage, and he's put the union flag on them, right? And some redneck has stood on the most stereotypical redneck you'll ever see in your life. Like, overweight, fat, big guy, uh, singlet vest, right? burn cap on backwards but he's like 45 right and 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 he started slamming on the table sing it sing it sing your national anthem i don't fucking know the words what why do why would why should i but in america you have to pledge allegiance to the flag and say the national anthem all the time right so they know their national anthem off by heart i said why should god save the queen why shouldn't god save me what makes her so fucking special (laughs) right now in the southern states, the royal family is this big thing. 
<laughs> you know? And I basically said, fuck the queen and fuck your troops. <laughs> and people, I heard the screeching of chairs turn away. Like, I'm talking 150, 200 people. Screeching of chairs turn away from me because they all have tables in America, don't they, really? And, like, just, just away from the stage like that. And they're... And I'm 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 dishevelled. I'm sweating. I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm trying to like bring better jokes forward to try and you know like get them on side. Nothing's working. And I kind of say under my breath, I've got the mic in my hand like this. I don't even know how long I've done. Because you, you, you say that under your breath, but you've got a microphone. It, it, it you know it gets. And one woman stopped her conversation. And went about eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just continued our conversation. Oh, and then I, I, it was the worst death I've ever had. And then I'm like, this guy is, you know, I, I meant to do four shows here. So we had Thanksgiving off <laughs> and then Friday we were back, right? <laughs> and I, I come back. At least when I died, they booked me for one show. Mate. Like, I just like, we're going to give them a go and see what I happens. I come, I come back. They bought an eight pack version of you. It's like, oh, fuck mate, the first I can know, yeah. <laughs> I, I come back what in the green room. Do? So, so there's the, the curtain and then there's a door that leads to the green room. So I go in the green room, there's two big like lazy boy chairs and then Les McCurdy's is standing in the green room with a, with a, a golf club in his hand and I'm hurting. I thought this guy is going to beat the shit out of me. He's going to like, he's, he's paid a lot, of, like he's going to beat the shit out of me and, he, and there's a little putting green that he built for himself while people are on stage. Yeah. I was dying, eating shit, eating shit and this guy is just like trying to, you know, get his fucking par down yeah. and, and then he goes, ah, when you go on on Friday, we'll just play Kings of Leon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny how one thing could really, especially in the beginning. Yeah. One thing in the beginning, it's like, it but fucks it up the it foundation. Threw me, it threw me because I didn't know that I was going to walk on stage to God yeah. Save the I Queen. I think the beginning yeah. is important. Should I tell you my worst Like, look death? at the, my the Leaning Tower death, of Peace. I think oh. my worst death beats all of you. Right? Oh, let's hear it. So I was trying to become a professional comedian, which now feels further away than it ever has before. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so I'd done like a run of shows. I'd done a lot of shows in the West Country because it's like a sort of like, I don't want to say a low level booker, but it's it's a lot of sort of, uh, it's almost like pop-up quiz, but like pop-up comedy kind of like thing. Yeah. And then I always, so I got told like two pieces of advice when you start was like, work in your 20 and make yourself like, that's your card. Yeah. Or like, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. I'm not a club comic, so I should have just kept writing. But mm. I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be closing glee, you know, with my, my marketable 20 to appealing to all creeds and colors, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> anyway, so I'd, and I'd been booked for Jonglers on a Thursday. And it was an open spot. Oh, like shit, that. I remember Jungler. Is it still it's there? Back. No, it's, it's coming back, back now. Really? It's like but Star Wars, so, Palpatine. It's uh, so for the listeners, it used to be a very rough room. Junglers in the 90s was the comedy in the UK, yeah. right? You went to Junglers, they were the best comedy. And then it kind of grew into the 2000s. It lost its uh, shine. Yeah, it was like a stag and hendu. It, 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 stag place. and hendu. Yeah. It was like Groupon tickets. Yeah. So towards. Uh, me and it's Alex's like Stella, and then IPA yeah. came along, yeah. right? The uh, and then anyway, so I'd done one open spot before, and the room was they had a huge financial problems in marketing, I guess, because the room was half full, and like I hadn't had a great gig, but it was quite quiet, but nothing bad had happened. So I was like, oh, okay, this is what. So that was what was in my head. I was like, you know, a full version of that, but I can deal with that. The uh, just remember not to put your voice up and don't look uncomfortable. Yeah. And. Um, the uh, anyway, and I got back for this long run of shows, and like my so my mum is obviously in Norfolk, so I drove from like West Country to Norfolk. She's like, "You look exhausted. Let me take you with." Her. Now we we have horses, and she likes to ride them. Um, not sexual, just the standard, yeah, horseback. And she was in riding. It's the most posh English shit ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, "You can't drive like this." So I'm going to drive you. So 
getting an Volvo. She's like, she's got like leather on. And uh, so we get to the club and then the bouncer looks at me and then looks at my mum. And I was like, this is a weird date. <laughs> so your mum is in full yeah, riding gear. Yeah, yeah. Oh my minus God. the hat. High boots? Minus the, yeah, high boots, minus Amazing. the hat and like the chest protector, right? And your mum oh didn't think, God. I'm going to take my son to a comedy show. I maybe change. No. No, How old were you at this point? 23, I love you made a horse sound. Twenty-two, <laughs> 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 you, you were a proper adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. proper adult. But I was also quite young, 23, because 20, like, I had a nice life. So Because you meet some 23, 24, and they've seen the sure. most horrendous stuff, and they're like 35. And like, my 23, 24 is like a... Is that like a war child 14, right? So, yeah. Yeah, the, so I get in the room and I'm like, and it's full and it's like hen and stag deer. I was like, my mum's here. But I'm quite optimistic, like generally as a person. Like I'm pessimistic, yeah. but optimistic in at least in thought. I'm like, oh, it's going to be terrible, but it might be fine. That is like my general, like, yeah. like yeah, the percentage yeah. is low, but I'm, I'm banking on like the 10%. Yeah. And then the first comic goes on and he's like an older comic. And he said to me in the green room, he was like, oh, another young whippersnapper. Like one of, like, mm. he literally said that word as well. And so I felt slightly out of place and I get uncomfortable quite quickly. And then uh, there was the open spot. It was me. And there was no, there was him. He said, yeah, it's an okay show. Just had to go through my things. To, nothing very exciting. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to do my things and nothing will be very exciting. And then I can go home. Because I just didn't want to disappoint her. Yeah. I got on stage and I didn't get heckled or anything like that. Just everyone started talking. And it was the most bizarre feeling. And that's not the worst death, obviously. And then I got no, off No, it feels stage. pretty shitty. It's terrible. When they make you feel like you're invisible. I got off after about like two and a half minutes out of 10. Um, so 25%, you know, which against the 10%, you do the equation, whatever. And then there's uh, the clo- uh, the guy next was a guy called Toji, um, who's like good, like good club comic. Mm. And he said, fuck that other comedian. I'm actually funny. And the crowd just exploded. Like, I, see, he I like on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, Toji, he was the black guy. Where is the? Yeah, yeah. I, remember I met Toju back in the day so vividly, and I just heard this like <laughs> roar. Like, I felt like a failed politician. It was, I, I felt like every. I felt like a disappointment now, to my family. Like everything lined up. Uh, but it had nothing to do with you. It just but Alex, him Alex just told me this story beforehand. But I said I think that's fair game. Yeah, you know, if he you yeah, mixed oh, for if, sure. If you're yeah, yeah. the comedian after the comedian just died, you yeah. can reference that to 100%. try and get them back yeah, on the road. Because yeah, he's not really referencing you. He's referencing the tension in the room. Yeah, yeah. That and whoever caused it, it doesn't really matter. It had nothing. I mean, to do it kind of feels like, oh no, he didn't murder you. He's a serial killer. That's what he does. Yeah. You were just a body that was alive. No, you know those. You know those ethical questions that they ask. If there's one body on this railroad track, and then there's a <laughs> two hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. bodies on this railroad track, do you pull the lever? and run over the poor posh white boy with the equestrian yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you run him over and you, and you, run him over. And you save the, 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 yeah, the four Hindus. It was fair game, but then got in the car and she was just driving back and she said nothing for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then she just goes, tough industry, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I remember and it was just, I was like, man, I wish I was in my car so I could just, Get a just drink cry. Just, just sit at McDonald's. Cry into a Big Mac. An hour. That's what hecklers don't get. Silence is a way more powerful word than anything. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, they a heckle is, is witty. fine. A heckle yeah. is absolutely yeah. fine. The, the best okay. moments always come from heckles. Okay, we've not actually answered uh, asked one question I from the listeners yet. So let's do that. Kenny says, uh, "Would you rather shit a poop the size of a golf ball but one 
once every hour or shit a poop the size of a cricket ball once a day. Now, cricket ball will be about the same size as a baseball, I suppose. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger. I mean, I'm Maybe concerned a, I why think he's a asking a little this, bit bigger than baseball, yeah. Why yeah. is he asking this question? In the I, I don't know. What Kenny, issues does Kenny, he have? Yeah. Are you <laughs> shitting yourself once an hour, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's easy. I'd rather shit out the cricket ball once a day. I mean, but that I is got stuff painful. to do. That's, that's gonna pain. Is be, yeah, you know well, how painful you know. it's gonna be. You Listen, go for pee, women like push babies out of their pussies, and but uh, we don't push babies out of our arseholes, well, do we? L- there's God invented lubricant for a reason. So what? Before your shit, you just lube it up. Listen, take a there's, a, uh, there's an aloe vera plant. How I'll smother my done? butt in so aloe vera because you fell in love on the internet. I fall in love basically. We've done thirty-five. Well. Lucas just texted me. Oh, thirty-five. I swear. Okay, we got a lot of time to cover. Um, the I think yeah. I'm going. I'm going golf ball. Golf ball once an hour. Once an hour. That's yeah. so much shit time. And here's yeah. the thing about that: the frequency is going to wear out your uh, anal skin. And, and you you seem to know too I much about think, this. No, I just know science, and I watch a lot of Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You could blow what out your calamari. What is that? You don't know Dr. Pimple Popper? <laughs> oh my Sounds God. Sounds like he sells cereal. <laughs> Dude, there's these weird medical shows, and it's interesting because yeah, it's America very, is wild, isn't it? You but know what? They can't global. afford healthcare, so they have health shows. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's funny because it, those shows are a lot like. Uh, probably pooping out a golf ball to a cricket ball. In the beginning, you're like, I can't watch this. I can't take this. This is too much. And you turn it off. The next day, uh, the ball gets a little bit bigger. Right. And you could handle two episodes. And then you could handle, <laughs> you know, uh, 30 so minutes. You're saying your arsehole will get used to a, a cricket ball yeah, every... Just like now, I can watch the most... Dis- I can watch surgery while eating pasta. No, 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 no. I don't like gory shit. I've got one I don't guy, either, but you get Ross, used to it. In my group chat. And we know him as the Grot King because he just sends stuff and you're like, I'm not opening oh. that. I'm not opening that. Why is there maggots living in a guy's bellend? I, uh, I'm not opening that. What the fuck? That's gross. It's yeah, it's serious? so gross. Yeah, no, he sends this stuff. I don't know where he finds. There's a, there's a famous video of a drill going into a guy, like a guy getting a drill, and he's. Oh my god! And then we made a we made a flag. I can't when, believe when, anyone so would put during that COVID, in their ear. That's crazy. Obviously, no <laughs> no supporters were allowed to go to the football, the soccer, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I call it football too, by the way. Yeah. You know, if you can only do that for America. Yeah. You could never do that for another uh, no. country. Any other country. Any other country. Uh, Australia actually call it soccer. I, I was they're, they're, they're backwards, man. Good to gig there. You have a gig there? Did you no, know? I oh, lived there for a year, but it was before watch, I did comedy. Oh, amazing. Did you ever watch 24? 24? Anyone watch 24 here? What was no. it, what, 24, like, the TV show? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah a little like bit. A little bit. So the because uh, there was an article on it being like oh da, 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 it's racist etc cetera, etc cetera. and I was thinking it was like for all of like your yeehaw or like you said like murders like Ali Akbar I would really like it if someone just said it timidly like before it happened like you never get that it's always like with like full enthusiasm just yeah like, I'd like it like the sort of like English national football team when they sing the national anthem just like. <laughs> Will you guys kind of do that with your Haya? I feel like I'm going to get karate chopped very softly. What, what, what's Haya? Haya sounds like Haya. Haya? But oh like God, very soft. <laughs> yeah, I know it is, but it, it, the first time I heard it, I didn't know. I was thought it like, was like a really up, soft like. karate chop was coming towards me. <laughs> Fine. So, anyway, I question. Are we all going to golf ball? Yeah, golf ball. No way. Cricket ball. Get that shit over with. What are you? Are you golf? You got to be golf ball. I think Tamil makes a good argument that your arsehole will get used to it after yeah, a while. Yeah. And I look. got shit to do, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, if anyone inspects it, they're going to ask a lot of questions about yeah. your activities, yeah. David. Well, I fun. shit out a cricket ball once a day. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure you yeah. do. You'd just be breaking toilet bowls, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you Arab, are you a fan of the bum gun? The what? The bum gun. 
What's the bum gun? You know, the, the, bidet, like the Middle bidet. East. No, no, no. In the Middle East and in Asia, they've got a little hose with a little squirty oh, gun. Oh no! I just started getting used to a bidet, and I, I no. I like honestly, that. the bum gun is uh, and is amazing. So you lean forward, you yeah. shoot like this stream of shoot up your arsehole. You get the right angle. It feels like a cheeky finger. It's great. Oh. And then and then <laughs> you you just use one little bit of tissue. Saves the environment. Dry, dry up. It's clean. And honestly, I, I I was I was gigging in Asia for a long time, and then I come back and I was like, I can't do it anymore. And it, at my at my mum's house, she's got a Japanese toilet where you press the thing and a little rod comes out and it shoots up your ass. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't shit anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll like save shits for days just just because I'm like I ain't wiping it. because if you got shit on your hand you would wipe it with you wouldn't wipe it with tissue would you you'd wash it with water yeah so why were you you know because I'm not lifting things with my ass David. I think that's the key thing. I don't eat with my arse. I don't no. do anything with my arse apart from shit out of it. I'd love to see you try and eat, like, <laughs> use chopsticks of your arse cheeks. Imagine that for, like, a first date. Be like, hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I eat profile. with my arse. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody always uses that metaphor. If, if shit landed on your hand, you wouldn't just wipe it off with a tissue. But it's like comparing a trash can to a, a, a dinner plate. Well, yeah. Of course, I'm going to put a dinner plate in a dishwasher. I'm not going to put my trash can in the dishwasher. Well, your also isn't a trash but can. But I'll hose yeah. it out. It is. It, no. it is. It's your asshole is a trash cat. Rimmin is very, uh, <laughs> Rimmin is very uh, popular in 2021. By all accounts, you know I mean? a nice ass. So I uh, listen. I think it's well, recycled. I, I use bin. a bidet now, and I'm, and I'm proud of myself. Oh, I, uh, in in Portugal, yeah, we have nice. we have a bidet in Portugal, yeah. and uh, and I use baby wipes. Oh, uh, baby wipes now. You get yeah. the bio, the bio, the flushable ones. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Don't flush uh, anti-flush uh, baby wipes. Yeah, we don't exactly. we don't say that as it comes to this podcast because it causes fat bugs and. It, you know, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish they changed the baby out of the the music yeah, in yeah. the background. So, so there's, 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 there's an LGBTQ thing about starting next door, and I'm not sure if it's being picked up or not. But if you can hear, like, you know, a bit of, I don't know, a gay, jo- boy gay George. Anthem? Yeah, boy. Is that, is that, I don't know. Is it um, right, guys? I'll be back Jay, soon. Listen, listen, the best says, music in all Jay, of England is in the game. says, what secret society would you start? Oh, for, for me personally, there's only one group of people that I hate, and it's twins. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I thought he was going to go with racists, but he went with twins. I, I, think, for I like think there's something... And white, and I was like, I'm so sorry. If, there's, yeah. if there is proof that there are aliens, it's twins. And and I, I don't I don't like the... Cu- identical or... Or, or I, 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 no, I don't mind. Diff- uh, uh, what's the other one? Well, you get you unidentical. Uh, no, I know, but there's a word for it. Yeah, <laughs> is that? Yeah, there's like identical, and then there's Lucas. Like look it up, please. Something else. I can't remember. But identical twins really make me uncomfortable. Right. The whole cut and paste of it all. I don't like it. Yeah, I had two I like it when you mean twins school. and they look completely different. And, and then like they start, one is clearly much more attractive well, you, than you the get, other. You get, and then you they start out. saying the same thing at the same time. Vater- I'm like... Paternal uh, twins. Paternal, that's it. Paternal twins. Yeah. And then because you get you get like boy and girl twins as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's extra creepy. Imagine, that's creepy? Well, imagine if you had a female girlfriend well, and then you're having sex with her and then she goes, oh, by the way, this is my twin brother. And then someone comes in that looks just like her except with a penis. No, this is uncomfortable. I mean, they're not. I don't think you can get identical different sex <laughs> twins for the. For, I don't think science go, works that way. Here's me with a vagina. Here's me with a penis. That isn't how it works. Like 
they look like females. You know, you know I'm going to try to answer this question know, without being funny. Without right. being funny. If, if I wanted to start God, you're a so group, confident. Without being funny, I'm going to answer yeah. that question. Okay, I, I mean, are you just question. naturally funny? Does it radiate it's off rare. you, It's so no. rare that they answer uh, any uh, sort of question. No, it's like, it's like I, I, asking you know, I was Which the, direction uh, to the supermarket? Yeah. Turn left. Yeah. Ha, 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 I was ha, the World <laughs> Series community of the year, so... No, I'm not naturally funny. I'm like a porn star, and you're like, oh, are you naturally sexy? No, it's just a habit. But you said if I started a club? A secret society. A secret society. I would start a racist secret society. Anyone that thought that they were better than others because of their race, and then I'd put them all on a boat and sink it. I like that. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. so for my one is I'd find racist people, well, people that look racist but actually were deeply liberal, and I'd just start oh. with people that were assumed to be like, because when you're Arkansas gig, there was probably one person there with his cowboy hat, and he's like, yeah. I don't want to say yeehaw because he's <laughs> Arab, and I'd create a union for people like that. Because yeah. like people that want to be cowboys but don't want to be like racist. Exactly, because I like country music. I fucking love it. I have the same issue like with being posh. Like so, when I was a teenager, I went through a period where I literally pretended to be a roadman for my mum, which was weird. Um, so I put headphones in. What is a road so man? A road man is like a like a very like a London kind of rude boy hood up trousers exactly. low. Literally kind of. whole whole outfit, whole outfit, and um, the. I would like, love to see you like, dress like that. Hello, Alexander. I, do you know what? If I'd know if we'd known each other when we were teenagers, and you were dressed like that, I would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Like just because and that would have been that would have been like jury duty. Do you know what I mean that would have just been like service to the queen? <laughs> but then she was there, I, I went up to her now, and she's like, "Hi, how was your day at school? How was geography?" I was like, "What's up, mum?" Like I just like, and I had like Neil Diamond in my headphones as well. Like it wasn't good music. Like it was just like, it was sweet Caroline. It's a banger. It's a banger. I like yeah. that you did that though, because like when you're young, life is like a dressing room. And you're just trying different shit on until you figure you out what's no your idea. outfit. You, like, what's your life? Yeah. You have no idea. So, like, my favorite film growing up was, like, so my dad was, like, a huge fan of, like, war films. So mm. my favorite film growing up was Zulu, which is... <laughs> 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 and, uh, but, like, I always, always, always... Like, outside, like, we had a terrible house. It was, like, a... It was a prefab, which is post-World War II. They built temporary accommodation. And the plan was, basically, it wouldn't be self-sufficient. So, a really nice garden. But you would have like it was temporary accommodation i don't understand because i've seen your house now like how have you gone from prefab growing up to you have a hall in your house like a hall yeah that's because my granny I died could play was five rich, aside there. and then we uh, took her money and uh we built an extension you could do a beep test that's all in right. one of that, the rooms of that his that house hall, that wild. hall in the big room yeah that was all post granny. So beforehand, oh, okay. it's actually uh, smaller PG. than you think it is. Uh, and <laughs> anyway, and so what happened was was that I'd always go. I I like I loved pretending either to be a tennis player or I'd pretend to be a Zuli, which you totally can't do anymore. <laughs> and I I went up to my mom. I, had I like love a, I love that he's running around the house with a spear. <laughs> he, oh no, I, I, had a, I had a stick for a spear. <laughs> And then I literally had a wooden shield, like a like a medieval <laughs> one, because you can't get shit like that. That's amazing. <laughs> and then stop. and I, I went up to my mum. I was like, "Take my watch off." She's like, "What?" And I was like, "Take my watch off." She said, like, "Why?" I was like, "Zulus don't wear watches," which I think is the most racist thing yeah. I've ever said. What is like, it? Z Zulus what? Don't wear watches. Don't uh, wear well, watches. Modern oh, technology, isn't it? Yeah. They look at the sun. Or yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's accurate. They don't yeah. wear watches. Yeah, that's true. I know, but it's, it's cool not that racist. It's accurate. accurate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, do you know I love whites. I, I do you think want some translation? No, I don't. I just said, I love whites. Like, this is some kind of washing powder commercial. I do. I think you guys are so exotic. And you don't realize that you are. You're fascinating. 
I'd love to have David Attenborough narrate your life. Here we have a white child. <laughs> I still think as he thinks they've ever He's going to get me too. I'm waiting because right, he's like the last. He's like the last white Guys, bastion of hope. We've Hang got, on, we've, that? Like, we've he's definitely ch- like a t- chimpanzee or whale. He, he David Attenborough is like sexually harassed a monkey. He clearly has <laughs> all his cameras and device. Guys, turn them off. I just wanna, just wanna, just okay. Ben, in ben, the anus. ben Taylor, Ben Taylor, would be a good person to know because he works for EasyJet, so he can fly over from uh, Portugal. Hello, right. Ben. Oh, we'll, nice. we'll get Ben on the. Uh, hey, Ben. Yeah, hey, Ben. Uh, he gets me flights for like twenty-three pounds. Can you fly nice. me to LA? Yeah. No. Um, ben Taylor says, "Would you rather never touch a microphone again for the rest of your life in terms of stand-up?" Mm-hmm. Or never touch a member of the opposite sex again for the rest of your life. Oof, that is That's a deep tough, question. That is a tough one. Because asking three comics in the room and Lucas, but you know Lucas just. I think you say two comics in Lucas no, no, and no, Alex. No, 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 no. Or three comics and Alex Lucas might be a hidden stand-up. I, I do stand-up. See, so, there we do go. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing stand-up for like three years. Boom. I've done it for eight years and I'm still terrible. Like, uh, are you improving? Uh, I have recently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, you get us, get us started with this question then. Would you rather never touch a microphone in terms of do stand-up again or never touch an opposite member of the opposite sex? Well, I scarcely touch either of those things. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it is a good question. Is that a weird yeah. coming out story? Is that like a... Uh, it could be, but it also <laughs> means that I just don't get laid much. Um, God, that is tough. I I'm can hear the think... pain in your voice. You're like yeah. a blues singer. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't hook up much. <laughs> My guitar's name is Sue. First one that broke my heart. You're a bitch, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably have to go microphone because there's other ways you can express yourself without your voice. Like, without a microphone. Like, yeah, Lucas, I, I, no, but great no, no, no. There, there, there was a disclaimer of this question. None of this bullshit. Like, I would just do stand up without a microphone. No, no, it's no, like, as, in uh, like, as in, like, I really like music, so I can express myself and my ideas through music as well. Uh, like, there's other things. I'm I'm instantly regretting asking Harry, Lucas for his opinion. Very talented. No, but I think the, 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 the moral well. question yeah. is do you, would you give up something that you love, an art form? The, the, the thing, the thing about stand-up is, and, and Alex will know this, three, four weeks ago, five weeks ago maybe, when when it, when when lockdown en- ended and the show started happening, I was quitting. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'd, I'd been, I'd not gigged for a while, and the way I saw he it... He is always bitching. I'm always bitching. Yeah. Uh, and he I did like, like a warm-up show for TV and was like, you know, it was just a rubbish evening. I was like, dude, like, you hung out with Jamie Redknapp. I was yeah. like... <laughs> I, was I was getting strange. drunk with Jamie Redknapp and Mo Gilligan. I was like... <laughs> It's just not strange last name. It's not for me. (laughs) But I was like, the way I saw it is I've done all these shows around the world. Like, why don't I retire now? Because I was scared that that comedy wouldn't come back how I thought it was going to come back. Yeah. And I would, you know, have fallen down the ladder like a a snakes and ladders. And I'd fallen on this big snake that was COVID. Mm. And I would have to start somewhere way down the... the, And that actually just happened to me. Why don't... Why don't... I quit now and I can be like, yeah, I've done shows to the fucking Sultan of Brunei. Or, oh, yeah, no, I was doing shows for 40 pounds in a pub. Do you know what I mean? And I was scared that it was always, it was going to come back to be 40 pounds in a pub. And lucky enough, I'm getting enough. I'm getting work coming in now. And, you know, and and, and the talent, can I say that? The talent has shown fruit. Does that sound? Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with saying that, man. Like, 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 I'm very good at my job. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. You've earned it. You've earned it. You've worked your ass off for a long time. You have every right. It's the one thing I will say about the English is they don't, you you keep too calm 
and you carry on far too far. There's nothing wrong with patting yourself <laughs> on the back. Mm. It's like running a marathon. You got to get a drink of water every once in a while. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You know, I think for me, it's like there's the business and then there's the art. And there are two different things that people mix up in comedy. And but when the business also, makes me thirsty, yeah. the art lets me drink. Yeah, yeah. I don't, the Sultan of Brunei is a great thing, but it's, it, that's why this question is so interesting. It's a paradox really, right? It's like when you're on the airplane, they say, put the mask on you before you put it on a child. And that feels wrong. Same with this question. It feels wrong to pick comedy over the love of another human being. But the reality is if I gave up comedy, no one would want to fuck me because I'd be so broken. 100%. My mum is yeah. actually divorced and I think you're in with a shot. No, no. But, but <laughs> no, the, I'm married but, now. But also hot. the other thing with the arts as well is that because anyone that doesn't do the arts is like, oh, well, it, the arts, it's it must be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I give up, complain yeah, about it. I'd give it. up circuit training. Why it, can't you give up comedy? Yeah, like, it's it not give, the same. I'm, I'm an accountant, so you should enjoy. Like, yeah. so my brother, it's a, it's a big thing. It was like post-COVID. So I worked, I worked in radio and then my, my show got canned post-COVID and my brother was like, oh, you need to go and do a normal job. Like any of the work I haven't done for the last 10 years. Yeah. Is not like worth it. Like any of the meetings I've done, you know, ever yeah. just being like horrendously nice to people that I clearly think are awful, yeah. and it sort of it it red flags and it disregards anything you've done before that. And I think that's one of the difficulties with the arts. With, with stand up, stand up is we should all wear suits. You know, I was that would before fix it. I came back to gigging, and I done I done a handful of gigs in 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 Nigel, and the gigs <laughs> the gigs in Nigel aren't very good, mm. right? They're not great stand up gigs right very good host though right <laughs> um it and it was a bit like if, if this is what it's gonna be mm. and then i went and did top secret mm. and i was like i can't never i can i it, the, the thing about stand-up is, is it once you do it and you do it to a level where you're, you're playing comedy clubs yeah it's like you can't go back you're well, you in. can, you can. But I don't know. I think, I that's, I I think that's a trap it's that we get into. It's too much a part into. of me. It's a trap that we get into because we, we, we have like a great place, like like a top secret or everything. When the, the room is architecturally designed yeah. for a great show, right? And you have a guy like Mark Rothman who just gets it. You know, he really yeah. understands comedy. He was a busker. He gets it. You know what I mean? He understands performance. But you can't use top secret as the yardstick for other places. You have to do the show that's in front of you instead of the show that's in your head. Well, it, right? that's like like. like Last night yeah. I did Voxel here, and you know, Lucas said, "Oh yeah, I did well. I did. I did well for the room, but yeah. for my personal um, representation of what I have in yeah. my head, it was a tough night. They weren't really sure. comedy savvy. I, I didn't enjoy it. And then I drove an hour and a half. I went to Reading, and I, I, I it was. I blew the roof of the place. It, yeah. Not just me. Everyone did. It just, when the room is right, yeah." And it's just, and it's the best feeling in the world. But and, it doesn't and, make and those think, shows that you don't enjoy wrong. And I think like, Ben has asked this question because they're like, "Oh, you know, you." They, some people seem to think I'm like this womanizer after shows. I pull good-looking girls. He totally is. Literally. No, 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 no. I don't know that. Serial don't, killer I, levels no. of numbers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not true. This is. I was at a wedding yesterday, and the groom said to me that he um, that he received a um, a sexual gratification from eight men, and that is over fifty percent. But that was like the he, number. What I was saying, this guy, this guy was boasting even about. Approached me. This guy was. He told me this story. This guy was being bo uh, boasting about being sucked off by eight men in a sauna. No guy, dude. This guy was being boasting about being sucked off by eight other guys in a sauna. I was like, if that was your first gay experience, that's some kind of gay experience, isn't it? Oh yeah. That's that's like, like, <laughs> do you know what? Not just one that's guy. Like I played off. football once in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. But it crazy. weren't. It weren't for me. Jimmy, it worked for me. I uh, had a good time. But it, it was for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's I just don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I couldn't do two. Eight would just. I'd be like, is there enough? But is everyone okay? Did it. Tea, coffee, tea, I coffee. I feel bad for him because obviously he's not hundred percent. Yeah. He's not hundred percent 
one way or the other. And and but he's he's made a decision that makes him have to be maybe. But but you know right, I mean? love also like as much as we love stand up and it's part of us. And you know, I'm scared if I quit stand up, then I have to go back to like chatting up five out of tens because right <laughs> right now I get eight and nines and yeah. and. You know what's funny though? A lot of the best moments I've had in comedy didn't have to do with the laughter. And it reminds me that comedy is like a Trojan horse. Like the laughter is like this gift and people are like, oh, open the gates, let them in. Mm. And then if you do it right, then there's soldiers that jump out and then you really hit people in a, in a special it's, it's, kind of it's, way. It's, uh, the, it's the best feeling. Like yeah. it's the hardest art form in the world. It's the what's best your, feeling in the world. What's your best gig? Uh, I mean, my best gig has been Afghanistan. I performed for uh, jazz topical. Uh, yeah, no, for yeah, and it is <laughs> right topical. Now? It is topical because it, it it really fucks me up to see the places where I was performing comedy, and and it's funny because I went there and performed for American troops and UN troops, and when they first looked at me, they're like, "This guy's Muslim," or "This mm. guy's Arab," and they and you know they there's a lot of comedy there in between the troops because they need it. Well, and I, I told people there. I go, there's, when people ask me what was it like after, I go, there's a big difference between performing for people who want to laugh and people who need to laugh. It's fucking cathartic. But that was really interesting. So I listen to a lot. I love cricket. I so I love cricket and tennis. So my two things. Yeah. Cricket is like a posh white. You know cricket? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they have a really, really. I have Indian friends. <laughs> they have a really, really <laughs> famous um, radio show called Test Match Special, which is like the best radio show. Britain going. used to colonize the world and yeah. be like, we're going to pill it, rape and pillage, but we'll give you this game of cricket. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> on like, one of the boats in cricket, they had this lady on and they'd spent the last, specifically on Afghanistan, the last. 20 years of basically putting cricket through the system for both mm. like men and women and she, she was really disappointed and the first half of me was like why are they talking about cricket when everything is awful but then also it's the equivalent of football here like it's it's so institutional for like that area that like yeah. it's a really really people need it and that's what's really interesting about stuff like when you hear about these like you don't think about like the small things that they necessarily yeah. need etc 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 and it's like it's, it's mental like yeah, it's comedy, mental that you can people, go like in an area, you can go from just yeah. hitting a six, which is six runs. Uh, like that's a big shot, and then that's a home run. Six is a home run. Oh, okay. Home run, and then out of nowhere, like you can't get on an aeroplane. Like, just imagine if that happened to Nigel. Like that would blow my mind. I mean, no one uses Nigel's airport, but the point is, it's there. You know, available. There is an there is an <laughs> airport in us, and I, there, I'm I'm quite self conscious that the Nigel conversation happened before we press play. <laughs> oh god! And nobody understands what we're talking about. <laughs> I didn't realize so, that. I think it did. Nigel did is Norwich. So so, um, yeah. so 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 Alex said that he uh, is from Norfolk and run and does comedy in in Norwich. And uh, Tamar misheard him and went Nigel. I've never you know <laughs> never and been that's to Nigel. Where the, the, I, I'm, it's just hit me now. An hour in, we're about no, to finish. Right. It was but before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's been listeners this whole time. Like, what the fuck what are, are they, they talking, talking about? about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that 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 brings it. Uh, I'm sorry to everyone that, that submitted questions. We just we went off on a tangent today, and um, we had a great. It was just a great conversation. Uh, we didn't even talk about your marriage. Cause I have so yeah. many questions. Okay, let's. Oh. We, we've got a few so minutes. Let's, let's talk about LA. So the, um, so Alex yeah. has a girlfriend in LA, and you wow. met your wife online on Bumble. Yeah, on Bumble. Bumble. So Why you was when it was like worldwide Bumble? Or? No, they had a feature on Bumble called Passport. Right. And when I was young and didn't have any money, the way I travel is just go on YouTube. Right. I'd pick. I'd just like daydream about the destinations. And New York's a great city when it's open, but when it's closed down and you're in an apartment in the Lower East Side, yeah, yeah. it is a box. I've seen a lot of the the, the lockdown videos where the people were singing yeah. and it looked really oh, like like you was in it prison. It was hard. Right. It it, it it was exactly like a prison yeah and my neighbor in the lower east side was like i lived 
I, I, I was like in between Chinatown and the projects. Right. And nightly, I'd hear gunfire. And then right. the, there's already a lot of crazy people in New York, but at night you're trying to go to bed and you hear people. That's just people in enjoying street. bagels. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Good well, bagels. Bop, yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Or that's how they got the holes in them. Yeah. But like, <laughs> this then, is then you walk around the streets of New York and there's people just screaming, like in pain and agony. There's, there were oh stabbings, God. there was gunshots. It was, this is what I hear really at night. That's what I hear. So then you went on Bumble <laughs> Passport, which is like uh, yeah. Tinder, I think they call it global. So yeah. then you can just search for women or, or men. Well, I, want, I wanted to go to a place that was <laughs> right. the opposite that's of that's New York. That sounded really creepy, didn't it? I'm just searching for women in Sweden. But... Uh, and you matched I've with this woman. I've always liked that country. Yeah, I went to Barcelona. I picked Barcelona because I wanted some oh, place. Uh, she's Swedish living in Barcelona. She was Swedish time. living in Barcelona. I picked Barcelona because it's a place I wanted to go to, and it was so different than yeah. New York, and it felt just more open, you know. Yeah. And then I found I did not expect to meet her. I was literally on a podcast two weeks before saying I'm never going to get married, and had the host yell at me. And I said I'm not. You know, marriage isn't for everybody. I'm married to comedy. I'm like a single dad, and comedy's my kid. Yeah. And every woman I've dated thinks my kid's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's I'm going to be a good. It's dad. hard to date a girl with a nine to five because they want the weekends with you, right? Exactly. I always found that. Exactly. It, it is like being a single somebody's dad. Like, somebody's like, if you find a woman, it has to be like a nurse or someone like that because they yeah. work shifts, they work late, they work. Exactly. Yeah. But then I found a woman who loves comedy and had like a had like a tattoo on her arm of Mel Brooks it said uh, yeah. i'm the king uh, a king of the world or whatever right. this mel brooks movie and i was like oh this is interesting and on bumble they message you first yeah and we hit it off like gangbusters and i used it's to it's weird when you meet someone yeah. like that and you've no you feel like you've known them for the rest of your life yeah and then just quickly cuz we we're running sure. out of time i'll tell you real quick you, i already you, had you, covid you, you were chatting to her online and then you were like i need to meet her i was chatting her online she was in barcelona alone because her flatmates had moved back to germany right and Venezuela and she had the whole flat to herself I already had COVID so technically there was a window where I was okay to fly oh okay so she said why don't you stay with me during the summer and we'll get to know each other and I'm like are you sure and she goes yes I'm like let's do it so I, I bought my ticket I flew to Barcelona and then when I got to Barcelona they're like what are you doing here mm. and I'm like here's my paperwork I, yeah. I went to a doctor I already had COVID here's proof that I have antibodies and a piece of paper that literally said there's a 99% chance you will not get COVID again and then they said, we changed the law when you were in the air. And if you didn't have a layover in London, we would have had to let you in. But because you did, you have to go to jail. And I was like, what? And they made me spend the night in jail. Wouldn't let me talk to her. She was 500 feet away from me. And then uh, they sent me back home. They sent you back home? Sent me back home. They made me spend the night in jail. The next day, they took me onto an airplane with police escort. They Fuck took my passport. Hell. They drove me in an armored car. It's like, like I look like Hannibal Lecter yeah, yeah. on the way onto the <laughs> plane. I really did. And everybody was staring at me and shit. And then, um, because my dad was in a Beatles cover band, I knew a lot of Beatles history. I knew that John Lennon married Yoko Ono in Gibraltar, right. and they got married in front of The Rock. So we uh, then said, let's meet in Gibraltar. They were letting Americans in, and we met in Gibraltar. I asked her to marry me the day we met. The and day you met? The day we met for Fuck. the first time in real life. And then, dude, I have a picture. That's of, the most visa shit yeah. I've ever heard in my life. I have a picture I'll show yeah. you. Yeah, it's, European. It's a yeah. split picture of John Lennon and Yoko Ono. If my dad was an Irish. And me and Anna next oh, to the rock. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. If, if my, listen, if my dad was an Irish, I would be I mean, asking a Swedish girl to marry me as well. Yeah. So my one, which is <laughs> way less interesting. I've got to go. I appreciate that we have to go. 
but like, I thought <laughs> but all the listeners we gotta go to Nigel. Yeah, but all, also all, all the listeners know about how you met that. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So <laughs> we weren't. Uh, we, we, we talk about that. I want to know. Maybe we'll have one. I don't know if you got a rush. Let's have a drink Okay. Thank you so much for listening. As always, sorry we had a two-week hiatus. Thank you to everybody that's been listening to my mental health podcast. I'm also really drunk, and I just like to say I thought I put in a great shift today, and I want to put that out there. Okay. Thank you so much for Tamar for coming Thanks, down. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, you, you, you come back when you're in London? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Lucas on the one twos. That's all right. Does Lucas and Nigel want to come Lucas, to? Does Lucas and Nigel? Does Lucas and Tamar want to come to Nigel? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a large trip. Right. Goodbye, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Say goodbye. Bye. Um. See ya. I said bye like an English person. Bye. <laughs>